traveling so i know there's people that save up four or five episodes at a time and then True. When they have a long get them in your car ride like you can do that. that's what i do I, I i absolutely agree and it's a good way to do it get all your trivia out at once uh i'm gonna ask you a summer trivia question I mean, I, all right this is your wheelhouse because summer. nick folks for Our those of you season. who don't know nick is a grill master mm. he is somebody that i would you say you want to come to my house for if you happen to get the invite 
you, you don't turn it down. Don't turn the don't turn the invite down for food. So I'm, I am assuming he's going to get this, and I'm only assuming it because I know the man likes uh, to grill and and is is familiar with the traditional barbecue foods. So the order of a corn on the cob starts with a husk, and then you got the kernels. What's in between? The husk and the kernels. That, like, stringy stuff? Oh, you you're calling about? it the stringy stuff? <laughs> yeah, that, that stringy <laughs> stuff that you get rid of? That stringy stuff that you get rid name? of. That has a name? Sure does. I, f- I figured this would... This I figured this would be your wheelhouse. Really? Yes. I mean, listen. When it comes to corn on the cob, I'm in. I'm in on it, but it's not something that like you ever had, I uh, think about. Have you ever had like uh, uh, street corn? Uh, like, uh, well, my, well, you want my street corn recipe? I'll give you oh, my street yeah, corn yeah, recipe. That's my favorite thing. I don't play it. around with street, oh, with street corn. Oh, I love it. No. I use two types of elote. <laughs> 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 I know about the street corn. Oh Lord! Oh, I go boy. to that La Costa Heca, get my yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, cotija cheese. And oh boy, the, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. No, we're not playing when it comes to lime, the lime mayonnaise, so, the so, whole thing. So whole a little thing. bit of like uh, chipotle cream. in the from the bottle. And the question the thing doesn't cut it for you. The question with the street corn is: Do you boil the corn or do you grill it? I like grilling it. I like grilling it too, but I gotta say, I think boiled corn is actually better. tastes better. It actually does, does taste, taste better. better. It does yeah. So like if I was you can a, actually do both. You can boil then grill. Yeah, and I like that grill flavor. Yeah, but when it just comes to like juicy corn on the cob, yep. go with the boil. Yep. So anyway, you but you don't know, but you don't know your stuff. parts. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. What I does mean, it remind you of? It's got a name. It's got a legit name. It reminds me of hay or like, uh, you know, could you call it pulp? Yeah, it has like, no. It's uh, its name is the corn's silk. The silk that is the silk, the silk. of the corn. It goes uh, husk silk kernels. Husk silk kernels. Correct. So the kernels being protected by the firm husk on the outside, and then the soft silk mm. separating the two. How about it? I know you learn something new every day, folks. Even the grill master got me. That's crazy because I thought there was no. Sh- I thought that would just be a conversation piece to talk about how delicious corn is. <laughs> <laughs> I've really... never heard anybody mention that as the silk, or it doesn't even ring a bell. Yeah, I was uh, actually doing recipes for street corn, and okay. I was making, and the guy's like, you know, just make sure that you're gonna get the strainer, wash off all the silk because you don't want to have that all up uh, in the tin foil. Gets mixed up; it's hard to get out. If you are. Uh... Going for street corn somewhere. Where, where's your? What's your number one spot for? I don't have one. Where do you got? Taco shop, Cape May. Oh my god, that's so crazy. So taco shop, Cape May is my absolute go-to taco place, and I get the fried chicken tacos, which are the greatest things you've ever had in your entire life. And not only do I get the street corn there, but they also have the best fried plantains. Okay. Their plantains are absolutely incredible. Yeah, that's the one right a, in the corner by the Starbucks uh, on the opposite side of like it by the Acme. Sh- that dude is like a master chef. Yeah. Oh, he's That place is amazing. Yeah. How the hell do you even know about that place? Hey, man. <laughs> Crazy. Gets around. Now, he used to own a place called the Red Store. Yeah, they close at 8 o'clock and... at night. And I, I like going there on Wednesdays after I do an early quizzo because I'm kind of all the way down by Summer's Point. 
And, so you could pick it up. And, yeah, yeah, so I could just get it real quick. And like, what I'll also do sometimes is shop at Acme there, just because I feel like all right, it's well, less crowded. The, the shop, well, the, oh, the shop right down in Marmora is the is the best one. It's also it's, got it's like cheaper crowded. prices because they're uh, kind yeah. of in a lower area, so it's like everything is always on sale that I like, and there's it's always there, and there's never one anybody in there. Yeah. So it's just like a nice little. You know, it's worth the twenty-minute drive for Taco Shop. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> so, <laughs> it is. I got. If I could recommend a place, but yeah, you're right. Their street corn is absolutely the best. out of this world good. Do not eat it on a first date, though. No, <laughs> like that, that's one of those things. Yo, you kind of that is a like single man's food. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Unless yeah, you want like, to greatly like, do not look at me while I'm eating this. Place. <laughs> you want to greatly embarrass both yourself and your your bowels for the rest of the night. Oh, Lord. Yeah, you don't want that. All right, what do you got for me? All right, I'm going to give you this with a 10%, so that'll give you a Fair enough. 20% cushion. Uh, Amazon oh, God. accounts for what percentage of the United States e-commerce? Oh, Jesus. Amazon accounts for what percentage of America's e-commerce? I'm going to say 30%. Oh, you just missed it. 35? Would have got it. 45? 43. Jesus. Is that... Terrifying, staggering number. Awful. So almost half. And I'm completely to blame. The e-commerce. In I'm the completely to blame, but I can't help company? it. I've tried to go the other way. It's annoying. It's, it's annoying to it, buy stuff that's not from Amazon. It, and and the, the return policy yes, is such a hassle. And it's even more than that. Like, so I'll give a great example, right? I went shopping for coolers. Okay, mm-hmm. so looking for coolers for the soccer team, and I want portable foldable coolers. So I see something at a store, and it's like a hundred and eighty dollars, and it's not even the great one that I want, but it's like bonkers price wise. I go on Amazon, basically the exact same thing is at seventy bucks. I'm just like, all right, uh, it's terrible, you know. And if it comes in and I hate it, that thing's gone, and my credit is back in. I, I, I hate to admit it, but I find myself like if you're on vacation somewhere and you're at these like uh, say you're like a surf shop or something, yeah, and you see something you like, it's like you Google it on Amazon, Amazon and, you, half of the and price, you send it to your house like, and it's there waiting yeah. for you. And then I, you I feel very guilty, but I also feel as though if you are still in retail at this point, then get out. Run away for a long time. Run. So you know, I mean, people sometimes do have to make career changes, and it's like it can't be up to me alone to double, pay t- twice as much for something that I can get. Uh, it's just a convenience. I, I listen. There's other companies that offer alternatives, like eBay has gotten better. There, eBay is like a, you could also look for anything, and they also eBay have is the annoying used market. Though, it's like, am I buying this? Am I bidding for it? Am I? Yeah, but you can click do, a button now get and just rid say, of that bidding. It just yeah, but you can click that. a button and say, I don't want to focus on anything bid. Just uh, buy it only. Uh, yeah, it's just the buy it only button. You just click over on the top. Because it annoys me. I see. Because eBay is a great place to buy golf clubs. Yeah. It so, is. But that's the whole thing. It's a great place to combine a new marketplace with a secondary marketplace. So you could also see stuff, oh, this is 200 bucks new, but I could buy one that looks pretty good from this dude in Jersey for 100 bucks. Okay. You know, I like that. And Amazon has none of that option. So well, that's... I like Callaway Golf Clubs, and mm. Callaway Pre-Owned is hooked up through eBay. Mm-hmm. So I think you could get them, and you could use them for like 60 days and still return them if you don't like the club and you can bring it back, you know, so it's a pretty, a nice, big, big pretty nice deal, but sometimes I'm on there and I'm like, oh my God, you got a set of Titleist Irons for $300 and 
and then I click on it, and it's like bid bid for seventy two hours away, and yeah. then you'll never get it for any less than what it should go for, for anyway. anyway. Yeah. So sometimes I get right. frustrated with eBay. All right. Well, this is a question, Nick. Uh, what colorful fish is used as a term meaning an attempt to distract attention from the real question? This is a colorful fish. A colorful fish. An attempt to distract attention from the real question is called hmm. a what? It's a, usually something in A red author. herring. Yes. Right. Colorful fish. Colorful fish. It is a red herring. Yeah, it's an author uh, tactic. Yes. To draw your attention away from. Very useful in books and, and movies. Correct. Can you Absolutely. spot the red herring? Can you spot the red herring? Was there herring? a Jennifer Lopez movie called Red Herring? Probably. <laughs> it sounds no, like I'm so. sorry, not Jennifer Lo Jennifer Lawrence. Oh. Was she like a red uh I thought she was like red Nikita or something like that. Is that what it is? Wasn't wasn't well, she I didn't Red see Sparrow. Red Sparrow, that's yeah, it. Red that's Herring. different. That's different. <laughs> yeah, not where she Herring. does the red bad Herring. Russian accent as a spy. I, I didn't I, see it. She was just in that uh we did the spies like us picture round mm -hmm. and she was one of the spies. In the, in, from that, yeah, yeah, from, from that, that movie. Yeah, Jennifer that was Lawrence to Russian accent. He's good. Uh, that was apparently a book series, and I think it was a pretty good one. So I was—I didn't watch the movie in case I ever decided to read the book series. Yeah, I'm not—I'm not going there. Uh, all right, I got one for you here. Mm. There is a clue that goes along with this, but I don't want to give it to you first because I just want to see where where you'd be at with it, and then I'll give you the clue. Uh, what was the last letter added to the English alphabet? What was the last letter added to the English alphabet? See, see where you go with this without the clue, because there's a chance the clue will completely give it away to I'm you. I'm gonna say W. It's not W. Mm. It's a good guess though, because it's the only letter with uh, two syllables. Yeah, and and it's not a Roman numeral. Right, right, yeah. So no, I'm no. thinking like you don't want to say X or Z because like for starters, Xerxes. Goes back as far as I could go, and that's X. X and yeah. uh, Z's are all over the place in ancient times, so I don't think that that's that's interesting. There. Yeah, I think people might put Z down or X. Yeah, I, I, I could see that. I was gonna say W or Y. All right, here's with the clue. Mm. Uh, the last letter added to the English alphabet might be why it was left off the periodic table. So there's one letter that doesn't appear on the periodic table. It's the only letter that doesn't appear on the periodic table. But it's also the I last know, letter. I, I know that triggered yes, something. Yes, that's why I don't want to give that it to you first. Uh, I, I think we've talked about this before. Is Q? It's not Q. No, no. Q, uh, why is it the... It's just such a non-obvious letter. You wouldn't think of it as being so, you know, uniquely left off. It's not one of those... Where you think, oh, there's not a lot of those letters in the alphabet. But yet, I knew it was left off the periodic table. So then when I just saw the, it was also the last one added to the alphabet. I was like, huh, that's interesting. I wonder. There's some history with it being used as an I. And eventually, like in the 1500s, they split it from the I and gave it its own. It's unique because it has like a dot above it, like the I. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
Well, you cross your T's and you dot your I's, but you also have to dot this letter when it's a lowercase. The J. The J. Sometimes, yeah. So the J is not on the periodic J table. J is not on the periodic table. It was the last letter added to the English. Uh... Makes sense because you got the G, too, which can get a J well, sound. Well, it's I, J next to each other. Yeah. Because they split. Hmm. They used to be interchanged. The I and the J would be one was for a vowel and one was for a consonant. And then they split them up. That, that, that is an interesting the... question and one that I had never had any background on, so very good. Okay. Uh, let's move to sports. Sure. All right. Uh, this actually, I don't think a lot of people know this. I didn't know it, um, and I was like, oh, I wonder if Nick knows this. Approximately how many laps around a traditional running track equals a mile? Four. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Track's quarter mile. Quarter mile. Yes. So there you go. So or 400 meters, 400 and then they run meters. the 1,600 meter. Correct. It's actually not – it never works out to exactly uh, a mile. Right. So you have – it's uh, 300 feet short or something. The tracks aren't exactly a quarter mile. They're a little less. So, okay. Yeah. It's uh, Somebody was like, oh, it doesn't doesn't exactly do a mile, so you have to run a little bit extra past the four laps to, to get, get, to the mile. get your full mile. So, all right, well done. You know, that was pretty easy. All right, uh, who won 293 of his 303 games after his age 25 season? So this guy won 303 career games. And all but 10 of them, yeah, and all but 10 of them were after his age 25 season. So this guy's 26 years old with 10 career wins. Goes on to win 300. It just doesn't even seem possible. Nolan Ryan? No. Is it like Seaver? Nope. God, who went that late? Was it one of the, the knuckleballers? Nope. Like a Necro? It's or a good guess because those guys pitched very late. 46 years old. Yeah, still front. Yeah, that, that's actually a good guess. Like a Tim Wakefield. I feel as though you're not going to get this only because I thought it would be something either would jump out or not. I, I don't know what kind of clue I could give to this to make it any easier. Mm, I mean, he's probably going to be one of the last guys to win 300 games. Glavin? Um, yeah, he's the, the, the Glavin is the last guy, right, to win 300. Yeah. Um, not Glavin. But that era? Yeah. Smoltz? No, because he went to the relief. Mm-hmm. It's not Maddox. Uh, no. Uh, who's in that world? Pedro? I think he's won like five Cy Youngs, this guy. This guy's won five Cy yeah, Youngs? Yeah, there's only two guys, I think, that have won five Cy Youngs. Maybe you won four. Off the top of my head, I think you won five. But Oh, dear God. So this is an all-timer. Oh, yeah. Absolute all-timer. Not Randy Johnson, is Randy it? Randy Johnson. Oh, the big unit. Yeah. Isn't it crazy? He did he had ten wins? Yeah, because he was so old. <laughs> like he was, oh, yeah. he was like I mean, thirty nine throwing on the mound. Like Oh was, yeah. Like, yeah. But it, I mean the fact that he got such a slow start to his career, I had no idea. That's a great question. No, I had no idea either. Um Do you know the story of who drafted Bo Jackson number one overall in nineteen eighty six? In 1986, who drafted Bo Jackson number one overall? Hmm. So I, 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 I'm assuming the answer is not the Raiders. 
No, it's not the Raiders. Okay. Yeah, it's an amazing right, story. I, I asked you because... Uh, yeah, five times Cy Young Award winner. Yeah. I asked it more because this is an amazing story, and everybody kind of want to know the Bo Jackson story. And right, this well, is, like, he... the biggest part of it. So he was drafted number one overall in 19... 19- yeah. All right, so was it the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Yes. Okay. So he, I got, got there. It. You got it. I got there. So here's what happens. He goes on a visit to Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's owner assured him that if he came and visited Tampa Bay, he wouldn't lose his eligibility for college baseball, which was a lie. He Did went you visit? Yeah. At that time, the NCAA kicked him, barred him from competing for Auburn baseball after he made an official visit to Tampa Bay. Was he barred from playing college football also? Like he was already done with college football, but okay. he was going into the college his last college baseball season. Gotcha. So football's in the fall. Correct. Baseball's in the spring. Correct. He makes a visit in the winter. Right. To Tampa. Correct. And he's ineligible. Now he becomes ineligible. The, the owner said, uh, well, now you don't have to worry about that baseball. Bo Jackson said, I will never play for you as long as I live. He goes, don't draft me. I will never sign for you. Tampa drafted him anyway because they were arrogant. He goes, who's he going to tell me who I can't draft? Mm. Like, if he wants to play, he's going to play. What did Bo well, do? How long do they have your rights for? Is it just one year or is no, it longer? No, it's two. I think he had it for two years, but Bo didn't play for two years. Bo didn't play for three years. Bo went into baseball. Right. Bo said, okay, you just made my decision for me. I'm not playing football. So he spent whatever he spent to get to Kansas City. And then are you do you have to be redrafted again? Or I don't can remember. you just sign as a free agent? I don't remember like what happened that got him the rights. They may have traded for his rights. At a, a certain point, Tampa got the message. He's not ever going to play for you. Right. And, and and to get nothing out of the yeah. number one pick. Right. Right. Okay. So, But what an arrogant, you know, yeah. white, rich owner move. Just like, oh, you'll play for me. Like, yeah, okay. I mean, times have changed. Yeah. Oh, God, are you kidding are me? Are you watching Winning Time? I, I Don't tell me anything about it. And now there's a season two, I heard, right? It, I, they announced they're doing a season two, yeah. Yeah, so, like, I, I want to see it, but, like, I, I want it to be over. I want to watch it in... You're going to wait for season two to... Yeah, wait, I, just I, watch I just, season one. I, mean, I like binging. Yeah, but you could binge a whole season. It's ten episodes. Or I don't want to mentally episodes. get obsessed with something that's... cut. Like, right now, it's... Like, I'm so comfortable not watching it. I don't want to watch it and love it and then be like, when ah, is it coming? I'd love to be able to talk about it. All right. All right. Well, for, for trivia, for the do world you know, of trivia, uh, I'll do it. Uh, do you know who plays Pat Riley? <laughs> yes. Somebody was mentioning it, and it was a great... Uh, it, it was yeah, a, he's great. It was a great get. Uh, what's his name? Is he was he in the piano or yes, something? That's him. Yeah, that's the guy him. from the piano. He's a, is he See, I did know what it is. I didn't just uh make up that I know what it is for those uh, out there. It's like I ah, doesn't know. Brody? Adrian Brody? Yeah, yeah that's his name. There you go. Yeah, it's called the pianist. Pianist. Yeah. The piano is a, a horrible movie. Yeah, different with, movie. Yeah, but you, yeah, you knew yeah, what I meant. You yeah. know what I meant. Yeah. Yeah, Adrian Brody. Who also appears in um Succession. Another one I, I have to get into. You don't watch that either? No, because I don't like shows where nobody's good. Okay. <laughs> that bothers 100%, me. hundred percent that is the problem with succession. <laughs> yeah, there's but no it's also to probably from. the best show on TV. Yeah, that's what I hear. So it's like it, 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 but it is a It just but it depresses me. Those shows depress me because it makes me realize like what kind of world we live in. I don't like that. 
Yeah. Anyway. Uh, it is a look inside the life of billionaires, though. It's right. It's kind of, you know. That, even worse. Little, you know. I'm terrified of that. I guess part of it makes you feel good, though, because, like, here's people that could have everything in the world, and they're completely driven crazy by the fact that they have to keep up with everything. Who they are. Right. So. It's, you can kind of sit back and be like, ah, <laughs> it's not fun. It's that doesn't not look so fun. great at the top. It right? doesn't look great. Yeah, I mean, here's a guy like in his 70s built a media empire and his kids are all after him and it's all just nobody's happy. His ex wife's hate him. You know, yeah, it's, it's, like, just like, it's just, just this whole, it's every day this he whole wakes thing up and it's, it's like, I just well, want to eat in a nice restaurant and sit on a yeah, beach. Like, who, who cares? You got a hundred million dollar estate on the beach. Nobody in your family wants to be there with you. <laughs> 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 They're all pretending. I like it. But anyway. All right. Uh, my turn. Yeah. All right. Speaking of billionaires, mm-hmm. we're in the sports round. And there's officially three athlete billionaires. Two for 10, all three for 20. The newest one uh, became Tiger Woods. All right. So Tiger, Tiger Woods. Tiger. Uh, Michael Jordan is a billionaire. You want to be a billionaire just like MJ. Believe, so you got your two. I believe Cristiano Ronaldo is a billionaire, isn't he? Are these just U.S. athletes that you're talking about? You know what? About? I mean, I guess I, maybe I have to clean it up. You might. Ha- it might have to be U.S. athletes because I believe he's not... worth a billion dollars. Messi might be worth a billion dollars, too. They both might be. I might have to clean this up then if that's the... All right. Ronaldo's net worth? $500 million. Okay. Half a billion, so he is not a billionaire. He's got he's a ways a, to go. He's got a half a billion. Had to play dollars. for another 12, 12 seasons. Yep, yep. Um. So let's see who else in the. Speaking United of why you're thinking of this, I got to bring this up because we talked about it last week, and I barely had any information. And in, you know, a week later, I know so much more about this live liv. Oh my god! Tour. Right. So Rory, right. the number three player in the world, just won the RBC, the Canadian Open. Mm-hmm. He won one point five million dollars. Okay. Mm-hmm. Charles Schwartzel. You ever heard of this guy? Never heard of him. Yeah, he's like maybe ranked in the top 100 in the world. All right. He just won the inaugural LIV tournament. All right. Plays three days instead of four. Okay. It's like 40 people instead of 150. Right. Won $4 million. Oh, God. <laughs> so it's like a weaker field. It's yeah, but it's, all, but, but it's only and X number of events a year. It's way less events. Right. 12 events a year or something like that. Right. So you're not, you don't have the opportunity to earn. Right. But uh, you don't have the opportunity to earn. But if you're making 4 million. Yeah, I get it. Winning it. Like, it's an easy, it's easy gig. But like the the thing that I've heard is that it's just heartless. Like there's no, like, there's no real emotion in it. It's just sort of like exhibition play. Yeah. It's a bunch of soulless people going into a corrupt government well, somebody, taking the money. I was somebody say, is it anti-American? Yeah, to even support it, to be supporting this. Yeah, thing? because it's like it's yeah. solely backed. Yes, <laughs> the answer sure to all they those were things responsible is... for nine eleven. Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> right? like, you know, yeah. those are the things that they're telling the off. They're they're grilling Phil Mick on. They're like, hey, you soulless bastard! How could you do this to your country uh, and support these uh, corrupt? <laughs> and that's awful a guy who's people. probably getting close to a billion. So who's the other billionaire? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't answer. Um, it's not Dustin Johnson. He got one hundred twenty-five million. Is it baseball? No. Okay, so it can't be basketball, right? It's basketball. basketball? Magic? No. Good guess though. Oh, LeBron. Like LeBron. Oh wow. So LeBron got there 
right before Tiger. And, Crazy. And that, you know, so it was like LeBron and then boom, Tiger right away. Yeah, LeBron is just the genius businessman. It's, he, you, you can argue a lot of things about the guy one way or another, but you cannot argue with his ability to brand build. Well, the thing with LeBron, somebody brought up, and I tend to agree with it, it's like this whole like cycle of LeBron, which is where <laughs> he comes to your team yep. and he guts your franchise to get like people around him that he likes. That he likes. And then for like two years you peak. Yep. And then you and he leaves you and you're just in the trash can. I am a heater, one of the best teams in the NBA. Yeah, but they stunk after the Yeah, you're right. Cleveland really stinks. And they have the best coach, maybe. Yeah, the Lakers are gonna really stink. And maybe the best uh yeah, front office guy. Yep. Cycle of LeBron. I I I think I could buy into the cycle of LeBron. I heard LeBron's trying to go to Golden State. Let's, let's just stop with that. Um, all right. I have two questions in geography history, which is a rarity and both are equally good. So I don't even really, actually, I mean, I have three that are so good. It's hard to even know what to do. So I'm going to at least start with this one. What U S state, the northernmost, has a section of land completely surrounded by Canada, except for a Southern Lake. Now one more time. Okay. Something got lost here. So, out of the continental United States. Okay. So, Alaska Alaska does not count. Okay. The northernmost U.S. state, but only by virtue of the fact that it has a sliver of land completely surrounded by Canada on all sides, except for a southern lake. Okay. And they call this town Witness Protection USA, apparently. As a joke? Or that's the name of the town. <laughs> no, as a joke, because okay. allegedly, like this town is inaccessible. Like you have to drive through From Canada to get there, right? And there's no, or by boat through the United States through this through this lake. This lake. Yeah, I think it's called like the Lake of Deep Forest. <laughs> Gosh, this seems like a place we should have gone at some point. Just it's, check it's it out. Amazing! I couldn't even believe it existed, and then I started like Google Earthing it. He's got this beautiful, like, fishing village with all these nice houses on, like, this river inlet that leads out to this lake. It's a place you want to have if you're worried the world's going to end. Because you could just get out to Canada, and and there's no way into it. There's just no way into it. All right. So, is it Minnesota? It is. All right. It's Minnesota. Do you ever wonder why Minnesota's the northernmost state in the United States? But if you look at it, it doesn't look like it should be. It's because of it's this. It's because of this little this sliver of land. Town. This random-ass little piece of land. When I show it to you, you're going to be like, what? And it's all Canada except for... Dude, it is so far there? into Canada that you're like, "That's this is not possible. That can't possibly be part of Minnesota. And what's the lake called? It's something deep like the lake, lake of it's like the lake like deep forest deep lake. Forest lake. Yeah. All right, I gotta check it out. I'll, I'll show you How on many Google Earth. Live there? Did you did you did you I notice? Have absolutely no idea. I, I will look. I just like Google Earth through the town, and I was like, oh, there's a little store. Oh, there's like a little row of homes with fishing piers and whatever. Like I was like, I gotta find out what property is going for here because this is a very interesting place. That is interesting. You're in America, but in Canada. Fascinating, right? Interesting, yeah. Yeah. Um, go for it. What you got? All right. Can you tell me the first building with 100 floors? What was the first building? With Empire floors? State Building? You got it. Empire State Building. Only guess I could possibly give you. I was going to say Sears Tower if that was wrong. I think 
there's like 102 floors on the Empire State Building. So it's like they just got right to that I just, threshold. When I think of old buildings being built that didn't, that look like, oh, my God, that's that picture of those dudes like sitting on the top of that thing. Yeah, that's insane. The craziest picture ever. Having lunch? Yeah, it's the greatest. Nick, in 1832, popular year, Mexico fought a war called the Pastry War with what country? I guarantee you've never heard of this. No, I never heard of the Pastry War. No. Nah. Um. But they fought a war called the Pastry War in Mexico with a European country. Like, Spain is the obvious choice here, but it would be hard for me to get away from Spain. But Did you ever do the question of what are the six flags over Texas? Yes. It's one of those? Yeah. France? Yes. All right. <laughs> that's, the, that's the odd yes. one that you're, yep. you're like. Yes. The Pastry War was in response to a group of Mexican soldiers that raided a pastry shop owned by a French merchant and stole all his stuff and supposedly abused his family. And he demanded retribution and they beat him. So he went to the French governor or whatever else. So you're telling me in Mexico in the 1830s you weren't allowed to just rob a French guy and abuse his family? Apparently not. shocked. I know. I think it's like, what do you feel like doing? It's like, well, there's a the French guy. He's, he's like, got pastries. He's, he's got delicious. And steal all stuff. Uh, sounds yeah, good. sounds good to me. He's got <laughs> delicious pastries. So the French sent an army. The French sent an army. <laughs> they sent an army over. They sent a, a group of battalions over and took out all these Mexican soldiers. So slash police. They were living there. <laughs> it's, it's so like, I told you. you know, French pastry shop in Mexico in 1830. <laughs> what do you think is going to happen? I mean, seriously, dude. I know they I'm like the delicious pastries, but my God. You're sort yeah, of like, we love the pastries. Yeah. And then when we get drunk, <laughs> then we will you. <laughs> so I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I will, call, I will call the king of France, and he will send an army to defend my honor. Yeah, right. King of France, <laughs> they took my pastries. <laughs> my pastries. That is, that's ridiculous. That whole story is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, and yet, it's historical fact. All uh, right. Uh, John Hinckley was influenced uh, by what film when he shot President Reagan? Oh, I've, John I have heard this before. I have heard film? this before. When he shot President Reagan. Oh, God. You know, this guy is free. He was always a weird, like, insane dude, though, right? Like, and well, then he's he had, free like, now. His mommy. Yeah, but he's, like, on house arrest. No, no, he's, like, free now. He's just hanging he was He was released to his mom. Right. Right. But now like he's a just... house arrest. Now he's, like, free. Nah, now you could just, just crazy. You, you could just run in. President you could just it. run into John Hinckley at a grocery store right now. Yeah, even better. I think he's got a music career that he's trying to launch. I'll, I'll so you can follow him on Instagram. <laughs> can you imagine going to a John Hinckley acoustic concert and then he just goes, oh, by the way, <laughs> starts shooting you? What would you think was going to happen? I'm John Hinckley. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, this was all a setup. It was a very long, elaborate setup. Um, that's unfreaking believable. No, I didn't know that. Um, Catcher in the Rye? No. no, that was something else. He was, somebody was carrying that book when they... Yeah, that's John Lennon. John Lennon's assassin. Uh, American Graffiti. It was like... was it Mark some... David Chapman is the guy yeah, who yeah. shot Lennon. Well, well, and he had, he had 
uh, catcher in the rye on him. Was it Apocalypse Now? Or, or like Red Rum or something? I'll give you maybe a clue. Do you remember he was trying to impress? Jodie Foster. Okay. Yeah. So it was a film that she... Taxi was... Driver. That's it. right. There that's that's go. what it was. It, 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 it was in there a somewhere. A young Jodie Foster. A young Jodie Foster in Taxi Driver, right? Uh, guess what, Not John? to mention, guess she was what, not going to be interested no matter what. No matter what. what. <laughs> I got news for you. That you was the, the wrong years, tree man. to bark up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry to say that for you. Ain't happening. If you had fast forward 30 <laughs> years in the future, you would have gotten that message loud and clear, sir. Um, okay. I, uh, I, I almost want to ask you this just because I'm curious if you know it and we'll just move on. I want to discuss it, but, uh, Tom Sawyer and Huck Finn, do you have any idea what state those take place in? I mean, I could put a guess together. Um, I don't think it's just common knowledge. Well, though. I and think the, the most... Mississippi river is right. the common knowledge of it, right? hundred percent. What state? Um, did you know, by the way, speaking of places that like weird cutouts, Kentucky has a space on the Mississippi River that is completely detached from the rest of Kentucky by an hour and a half. Really? Yeah. It's somehow... So the river goes through... Like... Uh, it's got to be uh, western Kentucky, and then it chops off it, it's, a, a section? So what, what happens is the river doesn't go through Kentucky at all, but there's a section of Kentucky that is on the river that is actually part of... A different state completely and it's totally detached from kentucky and it came from this weird like land deal that they had with this state over a different border on a different side and it was like we can't lose access to that to, to the missouri oh. so they have like a port hmm. no I didn't. it's know very oh. weird so you could be in kentucky and somebody's like i live in that town i have to drive an hour and a half to do anything from a civil service standpoint to get a permit to do a whatever they have nothing well, in i live area. in new jersey and i have to drive 40 minutes to get a license plate which right. is odd right yeah so <laughs> but uh all right let's see I, i'm gonna narrow it down to two states no i'm not i'm gonna go I, i'm, I'm not, i i think i have my guess it's where mark twain was born if that helps you That but it's help? funny. Everyone said, like knows Mississippi River is like the setting, but like I don't think they ever think like, oh, where? Like, it's... I want to say Missouri. You got it. Yeah, I thought so. Missouri, hundred percent. Tom Sawyer Ooh. and Huck Fender set in Missouri. A, Alone in Mississippi, a in Missouri. That's where he was born. Uh, oh yeah, you're crushing it. Yeah, not, this not, is not this is a bad. this not is a Nick bad. day, hundred um, percent. All right, I'm done with geography history. Yes. You could entertain them now. Okay. I have a I have a monster of an entertainment question that I know you're I not going to get. I, I, I'm not... I have a I have a, a bonus and a one answer. I'll give you the one answer one first. Mm -hmm. Can you tell me the first cable series to win the Emmy for most outstanding drama? The first cable series. The first cable series to win an Emmy for outstanding drama. The Sopranos? You got it. Yeah, because that was the first that one that first ever one. got like and now Hollywood you can't recognition. Imagine anything not cable? cable well, the, oh no, because now like it's like oh, did you hear a streaming one uh, yeah. Emmy? That's like the new evolution of what cable. Yeah, because like, cable used to be the redheaded stepchild. Will show ever win the Emmy again for most outstanding drama? Probably not. No, they make. I can't trash. even. Watch, I can watch AMC. Is that considered cable? Sort of. I'm not sure if it's yeah, considered it's, ca cable. it's cable. Okay. I think so. I think that's a cable channel for sure. Um, 
No, I haven't watched a network show in a decade. I I got two name questions for you. One is I think way more up your alley. And one is really, really hard. And I got to be honest, I didn't know it. And when I was like, oh, yeah, what is her? What is that? So uh, I'll, I'll let you decide which one you want first. The one I think you're going to know or the one I don't think you're going to know. Give me the one you think I'm going to know first. What is Ferris Bueller's sister's name? Okay. And the reason that this question is being asked is, do you remember who played Ferris Bueller's sister? Because they also did a TV show, Ferris Bueller, and the actress that played the sister on the show, very famous, and the actress that played the sister in the movie. Jeez, I have no recollection of that TV show. Yeah, but it, it was, was Jennifer Grey, right? Jennifer Grey played uh, Ferris's sister right. right before Dirty Dancing. That's what got her okay. Dirty Dancing. Well, there's the 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 most memorable scene of her is with Charlie Sheen oh, at the police. It's one station. of the greatest scenes ever. And in fact, uh, he says like. What's your name? And she says her name. That's what I'm trying. And to then he get. and then he goes, "I'm gonna call you Shauna." And then she, and then you just hear this like, "Ooh, Shauna." <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's man. not her name. Yeah, but Charlie Sheen monster performance in that Gosh, scene. What was her name? Why do I I can't get Jody out of my? Oh, name. you're so you're, <laughs> you're right on top of it. It's so close. It's so close. Oh, it's going to kill you because when you hear it, you're like, oh, God, of I course. I know, I know. This one did it to me. I'm not, it's, I always am honest about why I came up with it. It's not because like, it's like, oh, I couldn't remember either. You know, That's why I come up with these questions. It's usually because it drove me nuts first that I couldn't get it. I know. I can't. I'm, I have it. It's one of my all-time favorite movies. Oh, and I just haven't seen it in so long. Great movie. Um, you know, I'm rewatching all the movies with my kids from the childhood that my kids can watch, and this is not there yet. It's a little, little away, but yeah. it wasn't too bad. There really wasn't, if you think about it, no, there really was still... very little any sexual innuendo. Oh, right. there and wasn't... I probably watched it when I was 10, you know, yeah. but still, I mean, I'm not trying to get there. Like, so... Back to the Future might be, they oh, might that be ready I for. Watched. Yeah, definitely yeah. yeah. Oh, we've seen all the Back to the Future. Oh, okay. Yeah, they love Back to the Future. Yeah, Ava hasn't seen those yet. Oh, yeah, they'll, they'll, she'll love it. Um, jeez. All right. I, I'm going to say, um, Judy. Jeannie. 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 Yeah. Darn it. What's your name? Jeannie. Jeannie. I'm going to call you Shauna. <laughs> I don't know. I don't That'd know why. Question. You go extra 10 points for... Uh, you know what Charlie Sheen called. Hopefully, it. I re-listen to this and remember to find that and put it, <laughs> and in, put there. it in there. I've done that a bunch of times. If you go back and listen to some things, when I'm in the mood to edit, I will find the stuff we talked about and I'll and stick it right it. in there. Yeah. yeah, it makes it a lot more fun. I did that whole little soliloquy that you were talking about that one time. I even did that uh, Billy Madison. We are all dumber. Do you know who that is, by the way? Giving that speech, that's Jim Downey, the head writer for Saturday Night Live for like 30 years. Oh. No, He's know. not like a famous guy, yeah, but he, no, he delivers know. one of the greatest comedic performances of all time. The The guy on the stage when he delivers that speech, he's yeah. like, at no point during your incoherent rambling <laughs> did you say anything that even remotely resembles sounded like a, resembles a coherent thought. <laughs> I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> it's just one of the greatest lines of all time. Yeah. 
Uh, All right, what do you got? All right, I got a bonus question for you, as promised. Oh. Two for 10, all three for 20. Can you name the three spinoffs from Cheers? Three spinoffs from the greatest TV show of all time. Frasier. One's an an absolute gimme. Frasier's the absolute gimme. Absolute gimme. And now you have the work to do. Now, I will tell you right now. The Tortellis. There you go. Carla had a spinoff like with Nick Portelli. Season, but I don't even think he was. No, I think it was like six episodes, bro. Do you know who his wife is? Yes, the Casey Kasem's yes. wife. I know that. yeah, that's, that's how I met her. That's how I was introduced to her is through Cheers. Was, I've been hearing about Casey hey. Kasem's wife for years. Nick Portelli is one of the great. Nick Portelli is one of the greatest characters ever put on television. Yeah. He's just like. Like the most clueless human being in the world, the most devious rat in the whole world. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And and Carla still like likes him. I know. I know. <laughs> he's got yeah. that. Yeah. He's got that uh, right. suave. <laughs> so we got two. You got the two. You got your ten points. Now this one I had no idea. Did Woody try a spinoff? No. Okay. Um. I will give you some clues here to maybe help yeah, you. Yeah, I don't even remember. Think of the network. Think okay. of the time period and think of something closely associated with the same region as Boston is in. Well, I think Wings you got was, it. was part of it because yes. there was crossover. There was crossover. There were episodes that... They used that airport and stuff. Yeah. There was a specific episode where I believe George Went was like stranded at their airport, their little thing in with Nantucket, cliff right? in is nantucket yeah. yeah so yeah. that's where they put i didn't realize it was a direct spinoff like what's the it was just sort of birthed out of it was this it was the charles brothers so it yeah, was the same same, same, same groups but usually when they say spinoff it's like this character went into that show like do you ever hear the story of uh the ropers this okay. is a terrible story. All right. <laughs> but it's hysterical. Norm MacDonald told this on a podcast, and I'll never forget it. So Norman Fell. I mean, I Fell, know the Ropers was a TV show. Right. So Norman Fell, right? Uh-huh. Stanley Roper. Smart guy. He realized he's a great side character, but he is not a carry-a-show character. He comes in for two or three minutes of side humor. So the network comes to him and says, hey, we want to do a spinoff. And he goes, oh, I don't want to do a spinoff. And they say, we'll pay you this money. He goes, listen, if you put it in my contract that if the spinoff fails, I could come back to Three's company and you and you don't replace us, you build our characters, then I'll do it. So he signs that contract. The network goes, yeah, we're not going to do that. And they throw Furley in. And once Furley gets in, <laughs> the ratings went way up and people loved Furley. Ropers tanked immediately because people just wanted to watch Furley. Right. And uh, – he sued. Norman Fell sued the network, and it went for, like, years, supposedly. Because they – I, I have no idea. Hmm. I, I don't know the end result of uh, – I just know that you know, Don like, Knotts – looking back on that, that's funny, because I would think of Mrs., Mr. Furley as being first. But, no, it was Roper was No, first. Ropers were first. And yeah, Furley, Furley came, came after the Ropers. But the best is Don Knotts used to be, like, a, a, like a full – what do you call it? Philander when you cheat on your wife and yeah, you run around. Philander. Yeah, so he's he's like running around some famous. Philatelist is uh, somebody who collects stamps. Yeah, stamps totally different. So he's running around some like swanky hotel in Santa Monica, like uh, hitting on women and buying them drinks at the height of him being Mister Furley. But he's still an old dude. And uh, McDonald's like, yeah. So some uh, woman goes up there and she goes, uh, 
uh, aren't you married? And he goes, it's not going well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. You gotta have that, <laughs> in, the, picture you gotta have that in, the tr- in the tree. Room. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going well. It's <laughs> just fantastic. So, shout out to Furley. All right, is so it my question? Yep. I think this is my last one of the show. Sounds good. I've given him a good one. Nick, you're a fan of cartoons. Mm. You've heard of Donald Duck. I have heard of Donald Duck. Donald Duck has nephews, Nick. Okay. You've heard of them, right? Huey, Dewey, Louie. Nick, who the hell is Huey, Dewey, and Louie's mom? Did you know Donald Duck has a twin sister? Okay, it's not Daisy. No. Daisy's the love interest. Correct. That's what everybody puts because it's a female duck, but it wouldn't make any sense because Huey, Dewey, and Louie are the nephews. So unless he's banging his sister, Daisy Duck off the table. I swear to God, I had never heard this name ever. And like it made no sense to me, but everybody's like, Huey, Dewey, and Louie, they know that. Did anybody ever ask who are the parents of Huey, Dewey, and Louie? Why are they always in the care of Donald? Because it's a twin sister. Twin sister. Does she have a problem, the sister? That Apparently, she can't raise her own kids? I think there might be a <laughs> substance abuse issue with this character uh, that does we're not aware of. Does it begin with a D? Yes, it does, right, Nick. That helps. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's going to be a helpful thing. If it didn't, what a world would we live in, right? If Donald Duck's twin sister didn't start with D. All right, I, I got I got a guess. Let's go. Let's hear it. Donna? I, that's where I assume 100% <laughs> of him. Donna? It's Della Duck. Oh, Della. No. I don't even know what the Della, name Della is, yeah. but Della it Duck. It should have been Donna Duck. <laughs> yeah, it should have been Donna Duck, but Della Duck is the twin sister of Donald Duck and the mother of Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Now, the mother of April, May, and June might very well be Daisy because they are not related. April, May, and June? Yeah. Those, those are, are the other ducks? three ducks that are the same age as Huey, Dewey, and Louie, but they're female. Are they Donald's ducks? No, they're not Donald's ducks. Oh, That's so you think I, Daisy's bringing I think three Daisy's ducks into got the three ducks into the mix, and somehow Donald is surrogate uh, father to his uh, derelict sister's uh, kids. Well, I'm not sure if ducks mate for life anyway, so I'm not, I'm not sure. It's an, it's an interesting thought. But see them together. I'm though, just telling you that duck. there's more to the duck family <laughs> than, we know. than we know. There's some, some things going on in the duck world. All right, folks, that's it for episode 260, 260. of the Quiz of Trivia podcast. Nick, my name is Drew. We will see you next week, everybody. This has been the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information. 